Good morning, everyone. This is Grace. And Noah. And we are here today talking with Birmingham band Certainly So. They recently released their new album, Future Self Only Dreams. Guys, thanks so much for being here with us today. If you could just start out with introducing yourselves and what you each do for the band. All right, my name is uh, Colby. I play acoustic guitar and am the uh, co-front lead singer, frontman guy. <laughs> uh, my name's Tanner. I'm also a co-lead front singer guy, and I play electric guitar and piano. I'm uh, Chase Porter. I play bass. And I'm Zach Porter, and I play drums. Awesome, awesome. Got a nice group here today, uh, and I see we're all in different places and everything. Can you give us a brief background on how the four of you sort of got connected with each other and, and formed Certainly So? Yeah, I'll take that one. So me and Colby, uh, we have been friends since like second grade. Like uh, we grew up uh, in Chelsea, Alabama. We, we would obsess over bands like ACDC and stuff like that. And then we eventually started writing songs in like middle school and high school and played like in our cafeteria and would play at coffee shops in Chelsea and around town. And then uh, I went to college at Mississippi State University where I met Chase and Zach. And me and Chase and Zach both played in several bands together while we were uh, attending Mississippi State University. And so after that, I ended up back in Birmingham in 2019, where me and Colby kind of rekindled our songwriting and music uh, stuff. So we wrote a bunch of great songs and we felt like we needed to add drums and bass to them. And so Chase and Zach were the first people that I thought of because I played with them so much in college and we were all great friends. That's great. That's great. And, and a little, little side question here. I was wondering, I saw, uh, they used to go by the band name, the Indigo, and now we're certainly so and everything. Uh, what, what sort of prompted that? Yeah. So, um, so me and Tanner were shooting band names back and forth and we settled on the Indigo because we had like, we had a whole aesthetic with it. Like we'd wear like, you know, bluish suits. We'd uh, like the music that we were making kind of sounded like in that, you know, in that kind of world, if you can think of music uh, in colors. And so everybody was like, yeah, that's a great band name. And we were going on and on with it. And then it got to the point to where, you know, it was like, we have to trademark this. We have to copyright it. And then lawyers told us uh, it's going to be more, a little bit difficult. Uh, and you could, you could uh, waste a lot of time and money for, for you not to, cause it's such a generic word, um, you know, to get it copyrighted. So, uh, from there, we were just shooting band names back and forth, a lot of terrible ones, a few good ones, um, and then Certainly So came up, and um, it kind of just clicked. It kind of sounded smooth and groovy, so uh, we started going with that, and so uh, so far, it's going, uh, it's going pretty okay. As a unit, how do you think that the differences that everyone has sort of adapted in the past couple of years with their own projects has influenced your sound as a whole and, you know, made its way into this album? Um, I think, I think a lot of it. So, so when Tanner came up to Birmingham, uh, it was just me, him and two acoustic guitars. And so he's always had, um, an inclination to listening to like a, like a Marty Robbins, you know, and stuff like that. And so we, we would start playing and when we started writing music. It was kind of like in that world for a few of the songs, um, and then a lot of the stuff was just, you know, we used to listen to, uh, you know, a bunch of John Mayer and, and stuff in that kind of world. Um, so, so when we started writing those songs together, uh, we honestly had more of a more of a southern sound when we first started getting back together. But then uh, once we hooked up with Chase and Zach, that's when like the kind of the door opened up, the room 
filled with just a completely different sound than than, uh, than what we originally had. And it was like, okay, you know, I think these songs went from being good to being like, yeah, we should let's try to get these let's try to get these on a record. So um, I think this the addition of Chase and Zach is what ultimately made the difference um, in, into what we ended up uh, releasing. Uh, Chase and Zach, do you, do you have any anything to add to that? Yeah, I would say um, so. Me. Me, Tanner, and Zach played in bands in college, um, and there was definitely we were listening to a lot of Beatles, My Morning Jacket, um, you know, a lot of psych- psychedelic stuff, but also with pop influence. And so, a lot of what we were playing in college kind of led that direction. And then Tanner and Zach were living in Florida um after college and they were they were doing um like very surfy like tanner has a very cool style of guitar playing that can get very you know surf rock (laughs) kind of beachy yeah so i think i think and then zach is a great drummer and has a very much like eclectic background where he's like, Oh, I listen to jazz and R and B and all just all kinds of different music that I I probably am not as versed in. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much just a hodgepodge of, of what we've all listened to and enjoyed playing. And definitely uh, we love, you know, instrumental music and uh, psychedelic aspects of recording and all that. So it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, me and Colby have always our, our you know now that I'm really thinking about it, it's like our songwriting has always been rooted in acoustic music because we're always sitting and writing with two acoustic guitars, and so it's like the songwriting was rooted in that, and then Chase and Zach bring in their own influence, and it's it's cool because like in college we used to call Zach the Swamper because he he just started playing drums in college. And he didn't know much about drums, but the one thing that he could not fail to do was play the most steady beat in the world. Like he had the best natural rhythm ever. And so it's like, we, me and Colby might come up with this idea, you know, for a song that was on the album. And it was like this acoustic song, almost with like a rockabilly vibe. And then Zach comes in and put a, puts a beat to it. You know, Chase brings the bass in and fills it out. And it's like all of our separate influences they pull on each other in such a good way that it balances everything in the middle. Well then, uh, to go ahead and hear an example of some of those influences working together, we're gonna play a song from the album. Uh, Here is Certainly So with Under the Rug. Once you flash, you had me figured out.
If you're just now joining us, we are here talking with the Birmingham-based band uh, Certainly So about their new album, Future Self Only Dreams, and we just heard Under the Rug from that album. Um, when you were developing this album, what do you think, anything in particular that um, brought a lot of inspiration, whether it was your environment or any kind of different unique sounds you've been experimenting with recently? I would say um, we were definitely listening to a lot of Beatles and Beach Boys at the time. Um, and so I think when once we got all the songs together that was that was definitely like specifically like harmonies being a, a super important part of the music with um tanner and colby but most of the record is i mean it being our first record is us just trying to do the things we want to do that we never knew how to do without the proper the proper tools as in like the studio and the uh, the producer and just the whole thing. So I would say that was definitely inspiring while we were making the record. Would you say when you were making it, you had any goals in mind or were you just kind of doing it and having fun with it and, you know, making stuff that you thought sounded cool? <laughs> we were definitely having fun. There's no doubt about that. But I will say, I know that in pretty much all of our minds, we had the goal of making a, solid album you know like we didn't want to just have one good song and then a bunch of filler like we wanted to make sure it was a solid album through and through and so we really put a lot of detail into every song even the songs that we we're like you know maybe this isn't going to be the biggest track off the album but we're still going to put all the details in to make sure it's a solid album all the way through what what, what was something that you might have taken away going through that album making process for the first time sort of like that never played an outlier song first <laughs> never, never, never record the one that's the most different first, because once you do the other like 10 or 11 or so songs, you'll be like, OK, uh, well, that first one we did sounded sounds nothing like this. Uh, but yeah, that, that's probably it. Always, always play in, in the zone you want to you want to be in first. What about uh, Zach, Chase or Tanner? Any, any other lessons that you learned about yourselves or about your process working together just by going through making this album? Recording's hard. It's fun, but uh there's a lot that goes into it, a lot of time and a lot of listening back and trying to make the right decisions at, at the time. And um, it's, there's, it's just a deep process. Yeah, the recording studio itself is an instrument and can be utilized that way. And it's just as much as science as it is in art. And um, yeah, and on top of that, I think that was really one of the times where I realized like, hey, everybody in this band, is, is very much an individual, but we all come together so well and complement each other so well, you know, especially getting into the nitty gritty in a process like recording an album. Um, so I know that, um, again, Zach, Chase, Tanner, y'all had your own band when y'all were at Mississippi State. Um, was there anything you want to put in about that, about, you know, the experience of having a college band, anything you want to you know, would you give any college students starting their own band any kind of advice? Do it. Do it. Play as much as you can. Just do it. Practice Get out there. Book shows. Don't be. Don't be. Uh, don't be scared to do some weird stuff. You know, people like weird stuff. Was Was that sort of your go-to with uh, dressing up in indigo and doing all that stuff just to sort of 
separate yourself from the others? Yeah, I'd say so. I definitely like, you know, trying to, trying to cement, uh, cement like who we were like, Hey, okay. Those are the guys that wear the blue suits. You know, that's it. It's easy. Like, Oh, what, what was that band that we saw last week? Oh, I don't know. It's those guys that were in the blue suits. Oh yeah. The Indigo or whatever, you know, that was the original idea. And we still, we still pull out the blue suits that, that has not gone. The name might've changed, but the blue suits, the blue suits are still around. I mean, yeah, you got to bring in the blue suit. Um, I'd love to get to see y'all live. Do you have any shows, anything exciting in the works coming up? So we're, we're playing um, in Birmingham December 3rd at Ghost Train and then December 9th uh, in Nashville ex- at Exit Inn. Yeah, and then the other big big announcement that we have is, is the 420 uh, Sweetwater Festival, which we're super pumped to be on. Well, uh, if, if you're able to make it there as well and see them live, that's great. But also, if you can't, just be sure to check out their recent album, uh, Future Self Only Dreams by Certainly So. And we're going to end out our time here with a, another track from the album. This is uh, Dizzy. Certainly So, thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you. Thank you guys for having us. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Baby, please, I know you've been